Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What's going on? I hope that you are having a fabulous day. Today's episode is going to be really fiery and honestly rooted in some good old tough love because Full disclosure, I need that in my life so badly right now, and I'm so grateful to the women that I have in my life. So shout out to Valerie and Christine and Elizabeth and even one of my previous students, Tori, for like calling me out on my ish and giving me that tough love because sometimes we just really need that in our lives. And so I want to be that person for you, just in case you might be in that place where you need some tough love too. So that said, if you are in the mood for that kind of energy today on your walk or while you're doing dishes or you're driving to work, this episode is going to be your jam. But before we begin, I just quick wanted to say that if you have been a listener of the podcast for a while now, you know that at the very beginning of the podcast, like within the first 10 episodes, we did a couple episodes on taking yourself out, which is my weird way of saying self-sabotage. So in case you miss those episodes, I will drop them into the show notes so you can check them out. But basically, in those earlier episodes, we talked about how as ambitious women, sometimes we unintentionally take ourselves out at the knees because of fear or people-pleasing or doubt, that kind of stuff gets in our way. And if we're not careful, it can prevent us from starting the thing we want to start or it can convince us, like like we can convince ourselves to quit in the midst of doing whatever it is we want to do. And today's episode is kind of an extension of that conversation because some of us don't struggle with taking ourselves out at the start or even in the midst of whatever it is we want to do. And instead, some of us actually struggle with taking ourselves out at the finish line or near the end of a project or the creation of a business or whatever it is. Like we get to the end of that particular goal or that particular project and we start to take ourselves out. We start to self-sabotage because of things like perfectionism or imposter syndrome, which is honestly something that is so real, so frustrating, and something I am navigating so hard in real time. So all of that said, let's freaking dive in to all of the things here. All right, so the other day I had a Zoom call with a friend that I've met through podcasting and her name is Valerie. She's this incredible human being. She's an incredible podcaster with just the most contagious smile, this bubbly, vivacious, incredible energy and she just has such a giving heart and giving spirit that I just, I love her. I love her so freaking much and we have these awesome conversations and I just, I honestly truly cannot wait to just like squeeze her and meet her in person one day. But as we were meeting the other day on Zoom, she asked me about how a book that I'm writing about journaling is going. And full disclosure, (laughs) almost immediately my face got all red and I started sweating and feeling really guilty because I have not touched that book that I'm writing about journaling in a couple of weeks. Like it might be more than a month. So to give you an idea, 
I think I finished writing it in around July or so. And at the time of this recording, it's September. So it's been a hot second since I have worked on that book. And really at this point, what still needs to happen is that I need to go back through the book one more time because the whole thing is written and I need to revise it, tighten some things up, make sure things are clear, all of that stuff. And then I need to send it off to my editor and then I need to probably do one more round of revisions, then I need to format it, and then I need to launch it. And I know that sounds like a lot, but I really am so close to the finish line on this particular project. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you, like I always am. This idea that I'm so close to launching my very first book, my very first product, is so unbelievably exciting and rewarding, but also terrifying at the same time because I know in my heart of hearts that this book that I've written about journaling is going to make a difference for women who want to journal and want to tap into the power and the potential within themselves. But I haven't taken those next steps to keep working on the project to actually get it so that I can actually launch it and sell it on my website because all of these fears and perfectionist tendencies are starting to seep in and honestly eclipse my excitement. And that's all I can see and feel right now is doubt because all these thoughts just keep popping up that kind of confirms my doubt. Um, So for example, I keep telling myself that I can't launch this book or I can't keep working on it because it's not going to be perfect. No matter what I do, it's still, there's still something going to be quote unquote wrong with it. And I also keep telling myself that people are going to hate it and it's not going to be as good as I think it is. And it's going to be a massive headache to format it and turn it into an ebook to get it out there to people, right? So all of these scary thoughts and doubts are just whirling around my head and they're getting in my way and they're convincing me to not revise the book and to just sit on it. And maybe as you're driving to work or you're taking a walk or you're switching out the laundry, in the back of your mind, you're feeling like, oh yeah, that's me. I'm totally doing that. Why is Megan calling me out? Because maybe for you, it's not a book, but you're connecting to the emotion behind the story here, which is that you're not doing the thing that you want to do because you're scared and staying sort of stuck or staying stagnant or just sitting on your idea or your project or whatever it is, is way more comfy than putting yourself out there. And for you, maybe it's not a book, but maybe it's dating. Maybe after months of working on yourself that you are just finally ready to dive back into dating and you've got this awesome date set up for Saturday. It's going to be fun. You got a cute outfit all picked out. It's going to be awesome. But all of a sudden, as the week keeps creeping on, this fear pops up and you're thinking of canceling because it's way more comfy to stay single than it is to put yourself out there dating-wise. Or maybe it's not dating. Maybe you have booked a crazy trip to go hiking in Hawaii or something like that. And you've been training your butt off and you've bought the gear. You've got the ticket. You are set to go. But at the last second, you know, as the trip keeps, you know, climbing up on your calendar, you want to bail because this trip puts you way out of your comfort zone. And maybe it's not dating or taking a trip. Maybe it's the decision you made with a partner to have kids or accepting a promotion or launching your website or changing careers or moving to a different state. 
Whatever the case may be, girlfriend, you and me, we are accidentally taking ourselves out near the finish line because let's be honest, shit is about to get real. That thing that we want more than anything is going to happen. It's about to happen. And that causes us to sort of pump the brakes and all this fear and this doubt is starting to seep in. And we wind up asking ourselves questions that really are not serving us. So things like, am I ready? Am I qualified? Can I actually do this? And all of these scared feelings that are popping up seemingly out of nowhere and this desire to pump the brakes on our dreams and asking ourselves these crappy questions and just all in all second guessing the dream that is this close, right? I'm holding my fingers like centimeters apart. This close to happening stems from nasty old imposter syndrome. And real quick, if you're not familiar, some, uh, Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is when you doubt your abilities and feel like a fraud. And it usually happens to high achieving individuals. So in my mind, (laughs) imposter syndrome is the dark side of our mind's last line of defense. And it makes perfect sense that imposter syndrome is going to settle in or kick in as we start to approach the finish line because what we as ambitious women are about to do, whether it's launching a book or your website or moving across the country, it's a really big freaking deal because we are going to level up and we're going to make an impact and we are going to change some lives. And when you think about it, Our subconscious or the part of our brains that want to keep us safe are going to kick in and try to convince us that we can't do whatever it is to protect ourselves from any potential misstep or a potential negative review or any kind of failure that might occur now that we've put ourselves out there. So we end up taking ourselves out or we self-sabotage as we near that finish line because, I'm going to say it again, shit is about to get real. And really, when you think about it, we are subconsciously or unconsciously scared because we're about to step into a whole new arena. We're about to step into a whole new level. And we have absolutely no frame of reference or experience on how this next phase of our journey is supposed to go as the official author or the official business owner or the resident of a new state or even a new mom. And sometimes that sense of unknown and the higher stakes that we're stepping into, which can lend itself then to a whole host of new problems, seems like enough for us to convince ourselves to not follow through with whatever it is that we want to do. So to not follow through with launching the book or becoming a new parent or accepting the new job because that little inner critic voice of ours tells us that we might not be as good as we think we are. But here's the thing, we did not work this freaking hard for this freaking long to get to this exact spot, the precipice of this wonderful new beginning that we truly do want to not follow through. You and I, we are the type of women who do follow through despite the fear, despite the imposter syndrome, despite all of it, because we have the power and potential within ourselves to think critically about our doubts and these crappy stories that imposter syndrome is throwing into our faces. So what can we do? How can we think critically about what's going on so that we can cross that finish line into our dream and into the next phase of our journey? Number one, 
I think that we need to pause and we need to take a moment to shift our perspective a bit because let's be real, you and I both know that you want to launch that thing that you're sitting on or you really want to take that job and that promotion that moves you across the country. So we need to shift away from making this about ourselves and we need to shift it toward focusing on the people, the women, whoever it is who are going to benefit from the thing that you're telling yourself you're too scared to do. And I know that we have talked about this on the podcast before, but seriously, I bring it up again and again because it really does make a world of difference because sometimes that fear and doubt and imposter syndrome and perfectionist tendencies is just so real and so heavy that it almost seems unbearable to show up for ourselves, which is why we wind up taking ourselves out and choosing comfy. So we get into this mindset of like, Well, I'm not hurting anybody but myself by not launching the book or the business or turning down the promotion, so I might as well do that. But really, when you think about it, that's a really shallow and surface level way of thinking. It might seem like your book or your business or taking that promotion or turning down that promotion only affects you. But if we don't push ourselves to think bigger and to think outside of ourselves and about how our products or our decisions to do or to not to do things affect more than just ourselves. In other words, if we decide to turn down that promotion or to not launch the book or the business, not only do we lose out, but those who could benefit from us launching the book or taking that promotion could also lose out too. So the point is, if we shift our perspective away from this is about me to this is about others who are counting on us to follow through and to cross that finish line, of course it's still going to be scary, but this book or this business or this promotion that's waiting for you is so much bigger than us. It's about potentially our family and friends. It's about that one woman or that one customer who reaches out to you and says, because of your book, because you took this promotion and I got to work with you, I feel seen, I feel heard, or you've helped me so much. And that right there, that is why we follow through. And that is also why I'm so freaking grateful for the women in my life who have been giving me that tough love lately because that's what I've learned to tell myself lately about my book on journaling. It's not about me. It is about the knowledge and the experience I have with journaling that I know is going to help women journal who want to use it as this empowering tool to work on themselves, to track their goals, to process things and to generate ideas. And it is a complete disservice if I sit on it. It is not about me. It is about that one woman that I could help by being brave enough to put my book out there in the world. And if that doesn't light a fire under your booty, (laughs) I don't know what will. But in all seriousness, if we tie the product or the business to someone outside of ourselves, it gives us that strength and that courage to cross the finish line because what you have to offer matters and it is going to make a difference. So you have to finish. You have to follow through. And that brings me to the second thing that we can think about when we're in this position. So we need to figure out why we're not following through so that we can actually get ourselves across that finish line. And John Acuff has this amazing quote where he says, you've got some secret rules that make it really difficult for you to finish, which to me means that we've internalized a set of standards that we need to meet or that we think we need to meet 
in order to follow through or to complete a task. So for example, for me, I keep telling myself that I can't launch my book because it's not perfect. Or if you are scared to move, it might be, I can't move because I don't feel ready. So the point is, is that we are taking ourselves out and preventing ourselves from crossing that finish line because we're being tripped up by these arbitrary rules or these standards that keep us stuck and comfy. So we need to flex those critical thinking muscles and we need to be honest with ourselves about why we're not following through. And at this point, I would invite you to take out a piece of paper and journal it out. So what you could do is you could write at the top of a piece of paper, you could write some questions such as, why am I scared to follow through with whatever it is and like fill in the blank and then put pen to paper and let it flow. Don't censor yourself, just write your honest feelings and just see what's there and just answer that question. And because I want to be an example and I'm in this with you, when I did this exercise, a lot of stuff (laughs) about perfectionism came up for me alongside imposter syndrome. And I just, I so badly want the book that I'm writing about journaling to be solid, to be well-written and to be effective because when I go back through the book and I reread parts of it, I start to question as well whether or not I can do this. And all of that, the perfectionist tendencies with the imposter syndrome is getting in my way of launching it because number one, perfect doesn't exist. And number two, I am qualified to do this even though I have temporarily (laughs) convinced myself that I'm not. And what that ultimately tells me is that I need to seek out some resources to manage these perfectionist tendencies and to manage this imposter syndrome that I'm feeling near the finish line. So my ultimate point is that when you know why you're not following through, and especially when you journal it out, it can really help you to figure out what's in your way and why. And then after you know that, you can then start to work on it. You can seek out the resources, seek out the people, whether it's a friend or a mentor or even a therapist, they can help you work through these things. Because let's be real, the perfectionism or the imposter syndrome isn't going to go away on its own, right? So we have to know why we're experiencing it and then we have to consciously, intentionally work on it because we're not just going to magically wake up one day and it's going to be gone, right? I mean, maybe that could happen to you and if it does, DM me, but The majority of us don't experience it that way, right? So we have to intentionally work on these issues so that we can stop tripping ourselves up and so that we can just, as Keisha Fitzgerald says, do the damn thing. So that said, let's recap. Number one, we need to shift our perspective. It is not about us. It's about others that our product or a promotion or whatever it is is going to help. So we need to show up for those people. And number two, we need to figure out why we're struggling to follow through, why we're unable to cross that finish line. So get out a piece of paper, get out a pen and journal it out. And once we figure out why, we can then work on it and we can free ourselves so that we can follow through. And to officially wrap up today's episode, I want to end with another really awesome quote by John Acuff where he says, goals you refuse to chase don't disappear. They become ghosts that haunt you. And to me, this means that if we decide to stay comfy, 
because it is a choice and we decide not to follow through with our book or our business or our promotion, like whatever it is, that dream or that desire to do whatever it is is still going to be inside of us. But because we chose not to follow through with it, that dream is also going to now cause us harm and so much regret later down the line. And you and I know that we don't want to be those types of women because we only have one life to live. And I sure as hell don't want to get to the end with regret. And I know that you don't want that either. And even though it's scary to call our shot and to be bold, brave, and unapologetic about it, you and I both know it's worth it despite any fear or any doubt that you're currently feeling. So as your friend, because I totally feel like we're friends on this podcast at this point, I want you to call your freaking shot. I want you to ask yourself, what's that thing that I want to do so badly? And what's currently in my way of doing it? And what am I going to do about that? How am I going to work on this issue so that I can cross that damn finish line? And you know what? For extra accountability, I'm going to put a post on my Instagram today, the day that the episode releases, where you can call your shot publicly if you want to. And I know, I know that it's so hard to put yourself out there because then it feels like people are watching you and you're like, oh, what if I don't follow through? But that's part of the beauty of it. I promise you it's worth it. And I also promise you that I'm putting in the work myself here behind the scenes to navigate this perfectionism and this imposter syndrome because I refuse. I refuse to let doubt and fear and all these other excuses I have win. And even though I'm scared and I'm questioning my qualifications and all these things, I know in my heart of hearts that too many women are counting on me. And it is my responsibility to get this book about journaling out there and into the world because I know that the knowledge I have on this subject is going to make a difference. So I hope to see you post on the post I have on Instagram about what your shot is. I can't wait to hear about your dreams and to connect. I believe in you. I am so freaking proud of you and I will talk to you again here soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.